So, good afternoon. I am Brad Williams from GTFM's Valleys Newsroom, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the First Minister of Wales, Mark Drakeford. Good afternoon, Mr Drakeford. Good afternoon, Brad. Good to be with you again. And you. My first question focuses on restrictions, particularly those on non-essential retail. Following your announcement last week, what areas of non-essential retail will be able to reopen from next month? And will you lift restrictions on items in supermarkets? So we're going to have some detailed discussions with the sector next week, Brad, to see how we can best do this. Uh, There are a number of different ways in which this could be done. And what we hope from the middle of March is to begin the process of reopening non-essential retail. Uh, Reopening parts of supermarkets will definitely be part of that. Uh, conversation. You know, I I absolutely recognise that things that were not essential when we were only going to be in this position for a few weeks become more essential the longer we're unable to open up that part of uh, the retail industry. But there are other things we need to think of as well. Uh, I will not want to create circumstances in which we reopen parts of the retail sector here and that leads to a huge influx of people from across our border because those shops are not open in England. And it creates a sort of perverse incentive, really, for people to break the law because the law in England will be stay at home. But it might be very tempting to come across the border to go shopping in Wales if we reopen too much too quickly. So we'll be balancing those things together next week. Do you intend on providing further financial support to businesses And if so, when can they expect to hear about any package of assistance? Well, we do hope to be able to offer more help to businesses. We already have the most generous package of business support anywhere in the United Kingdom. Uh, We will do it after the Chancellor's budget of Wednesday next week. I want to be certain of how much money the Welsh Government has for the next financial year. And that could change up or down on Wednesday of next week. We might be lucky and some more money will come our way. It wouldn't be the first budget in which money was taken away from us. So before we start making allocations to businesses, to the health service, to local government, I want to be absolutely sure that I know how much money the Welsh Government has to use. We'll know that after Wednesday. And then in the month of March, we will make a series of announcements allocating that funding so people know what they've got and we can get the money from us to them as fast as we can. A lot of people want clarification around the reopening of gyms. Are you able to confirm when they'll be able to return to those indoor leisure and fitness settings? Uh, I can't give you a date because we're not close enough to that. Uh, Outdoor leisure will be first to open because exercising outdoors and joining in activities outdoors is always going to be less risky where coronavirus is concerned. And there is evidence, which I know the sector finds difficult, but it is very clear evidence that gyms have been the site of super spreader events around the world. Now, it depends on the nature of the gym. Modern gyms, large, airy, well-ventilated with lots of space, are at the less risky end of the spectrum, whereas gyms that are smaller, less modern, less able to adapt to the need to protect people from coronavirus are at the more risky end of the spectrum. So we've started talking, and this talk will have to go on a bit longer yet, 
as to whether or not, instead of saying all gyms can reopen from a certain date, we may want to start by reopening the ones which are the easiest to make COVID secure, and some others where there's more work to be done may have to wait a bit longer. Moving on to supermarkets, after you strengthened regulations and guidance last month, do you think they are strict enough and are making a real difference? My own view is is that the pattern is still too mixed. I think there are supermarkets that are now making the effort we would want them to, where there are people at the front door controlling the number of people who go in, where there are one-way systems, regular announcements, arrangements at the till and so on. So I do think that a number of supermarkets have moved back into doing all those things, but I don't think it's universal. Uh, And I think it can vary by sort of local management as well. That some in you know some stores that belong to the same chain may be doing more than others because the local management takes a different view. Now, I believe it is a job for local authority environmental health officers to be making sure that all supermarkets are abiding by the law here in Wales and that the necessary safeguards for staff as well as for people using it are universally being applied here. We have a new variant in Wales, which is much more infectious, uh, though we've just got to be prepared to build the defences higher to go on making the progress we've seen since Christmas. Do you have any plans to relax shielding after the end of March, or is it too early to say? Well, shielding is always advice in Wales. You know, there isn't a law that prevents shielded people from doing things. Is advice that we give from the chief medical officer to those people who are most vulnerable. Now, of course, those most vulnerable people will have been vaccinated first. And there is, you know, encouraging evidence, you know, emerging that in the first jab uh, of the vaccine after three weeks does give you a genuine level of protection. So I think it will be more a matter of you know, refreshing the advice we give as we do regularly to shielded groups, and then people make the decisions that are right for them in their own lives. Uh, and for some people, they will want to go on being very cautious and you know avoiding places where they will come into contact with other people. And there'll be other people who've had the vaccine and who feel more confident and will want to resume aspects of normal life a bit more quickly. Our advice is there to you know, help them all to make those decisions for themselves. How will the Welsh Government support people's recovery from all of the lockdowns, especially their resilience and mental well-being? Well, uh, you know, I think if the question implies that there's going to be a long goodbye to coronavirus, then that is the view that I take too. Uh, I'm afraid I do not believe that it's the sort of experience that in one leap we'll be free and it'll all be behind us. Uh, and even when you know, the physical impact of the disease has diminished, uh, the mental and well-being impact of it is going to last well beyond the public health crisis it- itself. So the Welsh Government is already putting in place strengthened mental health and well-being services of a whole variety of sorts. I really think one of the things we've learned in the last 12 months is that you've got to offer access to those services in a variety of different ways because what suits one person definitely doesn't suit somebody else. So we have a 24-hour telephone helpline, for example. 
it's you know, right through the day, every day of the year, including Christmas Day. And some people, that's what they want. They want to pick up the phone and they want to talk to somebody and they, they want to know that they'll never need to meet that person again because they may want to say things to them that yeah. they wouldn't want to. So for some people, that works. Other people want to see somebody who they will meet regularly. They want to build up a relationship. They want to be able to you know, return to topics. Young people, particularly, are big users of online support services for mental health. You know, exercises that people can be given to do, uh, techniques that people can learn. So our approach is to try to make sure that we strengthen the whole range of ways in which people can get help in the future. What we need to have is people able to make the choices that they know will work best for them. Moving on to sport, and when will golf clubs be allowed to open? Well, um, golf is an outdoor sport, and when we move beyond the stay-at-home restrictions, then it will, I think, become more probable that golf will be able to resume. Not many people can walk from their house to the golf club, carrying all the clubs they need and so on. So at the moment, uh, that isn't so possible. But once we move beyond stay local and people can get in the car to go and exercise, even if it's a stay local arrangement, then that's the point at which we will be able to think about reopening uh, golf courses. Again, it'll be in careful ways with proper uh, arrangements to make sure that risks are minimised. But anything you do outdoors is inherently less risky than something you do inside. When you say um, stay local, obviously I heard the health minister, um, I think it was on Wednesday, say that when we gradually move out of alert level four to three, maybe um, a stay local message could well be reintroduced. On that, would you look at reintroducing the five mile rule or? Well, it was never a rule. That's the, I I remember having to say time and time again, five miles was always guidance to people because when you say the rule is stay local immediately people ask you well, what you mean yeah what do you mean by local so we use five miles as a sort of indication to people of what a rule of thumb might be while always saying that you know if you live in cardiff and you travel five miles well there's an awful lot you can do you know yeah. within five miles of where i live there are thousands and thousands of people living and lots of things to do if i was living in the middle of rural keradigion then even the nearest shop might be more than five miles away. So it was always a matter of having to interpret the stay local guidance in people's own circumstances. And I know it took a bit of a while for people to to work that out. But actually, in the end, people were using it very sensibly and pragmatically and just using it as a rule of thumb, as I say, to guide their own actions. Uh, Finally, turning to my local area, which is the Canon Valley, Uh, Plans and talks have resurfaced around the possible extension of rail passenger services from Aberdeer to Hirwine along a track which already exists. Now, this proposal has the support of local councillors, plus the Member of Senedd and MP. Do you back the idea and will the Welsh Government look at encouraging transport for Wales to consider this extension to the Metro given a major tourist attraction, Zip World, is being constructed at the old Tower Colliery site near Hirwine. Well, that by itself is very good news, isn't it, that the Tower Colliery uh, site has got a life beyond coal mining. And I've spoken a series of times to Tyrone O'Sullivan, 
was the driving force behind Tower Colliery. And I know how committed he is to making Zip World uh, a success. And the Welsh Government is playing our part in that too. Uh, and yes, the Welsh Government does support the reopening of the line to Hirwine. And we're lucky that, you know, when the ownership uh, of the Core Valley lines transferred to the Welsh Government, uh, then that line transferred to our ownership at the same time. So there is a process, uh, Brad, and I don't want to uh, bore you or your listeners by <laughs> describing it, but it is a process that Transport for Wales goes through to evaluate uh, the case for new transport developments. It's called the WellTag process. Uh, and they are going through that now uh, with RCT and with the Cardiff Capital Regional Transport Authority. You know, I, I, I don't know where where that will take them, but I do know that the process has begun. If the argument can be made to stack up uh, for the reopening of the line, uh, then yes, the Welsh Government would be supportive of that. Great stuff. First Minister Mark Drakeford, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you very much indeed, Jochen Vaur.